Hello, and thank you for listening to the Everything Must Go podcast. I'm Steven, alongside here with Brandon, and today's special guest here, Danny. Hello. And this is the first ever Everything Must Go Halloween episode. But first, yeah, well, yeah, ooh, ah, so scary, so scary. All right, so Danny is our special guest here because she claims to be sort of a, a spooky person here. Got some, uh, got some stories. We're looking forward to what she's going to bring to this episode. So why don't you just tell people a little bit about who you are? Um. Uh. Well, I'm a barista by day and a shit poster by night. Not too much craziness going on. I review makeup and skincare on my Instagram. I'm an influencer for the same stuff, and I talk with spooky stuff every now and then. So what's your uh, Instagram handle for everybody? Uh, my Instagram is it's underscore Danny underscore MUA. All right. So you guys go ahead and check her out there. And you had some other links that you wanted to, to pub right now? We, we wanted to make uh, sure she got her stuff out yeah, there no, for you guys. We're getting everything out there right now. Do you want me to read the whole URL? Because well. I can. <laughs> but I think it might take up a bit yeah. too much of the podcast. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't have to necessarily be like the whole URL, but just like anything, anything you want to throw out there. You could even promote like The Nightmare Before Christmas because we already know that you love that movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Jack Skellington's a real cool guy. It goes out to him, our boy. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> well, I am a furless cosmetic cosmetics affiliate and i've got a link in my instagram for 10 percent off of all furless cosmetics products and that link is in my instagram bio if you guys want to check that out they've got some pretty dope brushes eyeshadows and all that gucci shit nice all right awesome yeah if you guys are interested in that stuff go check out her instagram and and uh get it going now let's talk about the spooky stuff let's get into it oh 100 so in this episode we're not just going to talk about just spooky stuff some things on here might be a little less than spooky but we're going to talk about uh, our uh, if ghosts exist, then we're going to talk a little bit about our uh, experiences with Halloween growing up and some of uh, our scary and both com- or scary and comical stories. Because I know I've got a few about me being a scuba diver and not a spy. <laughs> More to come on that. <laughs> More to come on that one. And uh, yeah, any, any scary stories that we got, we'll talk about that too. But let's just start off with... Very basically, who here believes in ghosts? Hand raised, I do. Uh, she might be the only one. I definitely do not. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't either, and I like really want to be convinced. I'm all about being convinced. <laughs> I'm not one to say this often, but I'm shook at the lack of ghost believers here. Really? Yes. I, I mean, I just have never had anything in my life ever convincing enough to tread down the path of believing in ghosts but i mean maybe i just need to be i need to be woke it's that's your job today wake me up yeah you yeah, need to both... become woke bay <laughs> there you go <laughs> no we've, we've just been taking naps for a real long time in hibernation i feel that 100 <laughs> percent. yeah no i i mean I, it just seems illogical to me i don't know where this where the science is to back up ghosts i mean yeah I'm, let, let, let's exactly. hear this. Let, well, let's well, hear the well, science. Yeah. Okay. So, so do you want to? Do you want me to just tell you why I don't believe in ghosts, and you want to fight back, or sure. you want to just go in so you can just stop me for even having to say a single word? 
Well, it. <laughs> I like to hear people's reasons as to why not first, oh. and then I like to come at them with my Ooh. past with it, my present with it, and my logic behind it, ah, if you could call okay. it that, because okay. there's no real logic behind it. Ah, okay. You're absolutely right on that. Aha. Aha. We got right down to it. No logic. No logic in the ghost. All right. Well, that was so, the end of the episode. Thank you guys for tuning <laughs> in. Nice, <laughs> thank set, you, nice thank being Thank you guys here. for Thanks listening for on that one. But, okay. Okay. So here's my thing. I believe in aliens. I was a uh, on. We did a previous episode where I talked a lot about aliens because mm-hmm. I'm like I'm all about aliens. Aliens make sense. Like they could be out there somewhere. Ghosts doesn't make sense to me because my thinking is when you die, like you become somewhere in between dead and like somewhere else. What you just kind of like okay. Let's put it this way: when ghosts aren't haunting, like what, what are they doing? Just chilling. They like they're just watching like a football game, seeing what's going on. Do they have hobbies? Then like because basically what I've heard from ghosts is. They just open up like random, random cabinets, and they go like, "Ooh!" Like, don't they have better <laughs> things to do? Like, being a ghost sounds like it sucks. It just seems like a very like mundane, boring life. I feel like if ghosts do exist, we can tell that Stephen is very uneducated on the day-to-day <laughs> tasks of ghosts. Well, I, educate me on these ghosts because they just seem like they've got really boring lives to me. All right. Well, hmm, there's there's a lot I could talk about, but where do you think I should start? Like. Well, why I believe in them, I guess. Yeah, why why do you believe? Yeah, why why are you such a strong believer in ghosts? Well, I, as long as, um, I mean, as well as my family, we have a bit of history with, I guess you could call them ghosts, but I don't like calling them that. It's just, It's it's offensive. It's it's not offensive. It's just, it's, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just not how I see it. Yeah. I guess more of just like lingering spiritual energy. Okay. I sound like such a fucking hippie right now, but. <laughs> no, I get it though, yeah. I promise I'm not on LSD or anything. <laughs> we checked her before. Um, we, we had her take her d- a drug test before she came. I did my screening. I'm clean. <laughs> um, but yeah, me and my family have a history with um, spiritual presences, I guess you could call it. Um, a lot of it, which happens at the house I live at right now. Okay. My um, my mother and her, one of her sisters, they have had um, a history of, like, negative presences, like, invading their dreams or invading their rooms, knocking stuff over, things like that. And um, I'm trying to think of the more interesting stories that I've heard. Well, no, so, so for these presences, are you, mm-hmm. are you, like, thinking they're, like, demonic? Is that kind of where it comes from? With them, yeah, it's been mostly demonic. Okay. If you could call it that. I just like to call it negative because I'm not really religious, so I don't really believe in demons, but I believe in, you know, negative, like, sort of energy, like, soul-sucking energy, if you could call it that. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask next, is if if this was kind of coming from a religious basis, if, like, you believed it was, like, spirits from, like, the dead. I mean, do you think it's, like, past lives that are now spirits is that what you believe it is um no i um i think it's more of um i believe when you pass on you still well not necessarily like the person you are now but your energy still exists in the universe somewhere okay so that energy that makes you up is still either on earth or in the stars or in the clouds or something like that but you are in essence you're still around somewhere gotcha so to an extent, those spiritual presences still have those bit of themselves remaining. They still have a bit of person left with them. But 
I, this is becoming like a whole thing. But <laughs> <laughs> it's actually pretty interesting. Like you actually yeah. are trying to use like some scientific knowledge on it. It's just cool. going off of like my experiences and things I've heard from other people and things I've read as well. But yeah. um, from what I've gathered, um, trying to think here. In my experience, um, meditation helps to alleviate the spirit of negative burdens. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, you have a relaxing day. You clear your mind. Spiritually, you feel pretty good, right? You don't right. feel like there's too much shit bringing you down. I believe the same goes for when you pass on. And I think if a person hasn't dealt with their inner demons, hasn't dealt with their negative energy, then they're still stuck here with those negative problems oh. to an extent. Okay. But they are not here as people to resolve those issues. So they're sort of stuck in what you would call limbo. So you're just kind of like, you can't see them obviously, but they're right. in essence kind of hovering around just doing their shit. Well, let me ask you this. So do you, cause you said they're not able to handle their shit now that they are like passed on. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that those like those, that negative energy can ever be rid of? Once they're in the spiritual realm? Yeah, I would say that um, people who are empaths or people, there's there's way too many of these, but too many mediums, but people who are actual mediums, people who are able to channel that energy through themselves or able to openly communicate with that energy are able to help them resolve their issues or at least come forward and discuss them. And you know, talking about your problems helps you to feel better. Just, you don't even, like, it doesn't resolve anything, but it helps you feel better. And for spiritual energy, it helps them to feel better as well. And sometimes that'll help them move on or okay. get out of where they're at. Have you had, are, is that something you're born with, like being an empath? Or is it something that you can develop a skill? Um, I would honestly say myself, I, I've always sort of been naturally inclined to that sort of thing. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Same with the, uh, I think some of the rest of my family, but they just are kind of religiously conflicted with that, so they try not to deal with it. Oh, okay. But you can, I think, to an extent, if you're open to it, mentally, spiritually, physically, you can invite that sort of thing into your life. But if you're very close-minded, very closed off emotionally and spiritually, you'll never have it. It'll never come into your life. And I don't necessarily think that it's for everybody. Because it's a very heavy thing to, you know, be like, oh, there's a dead person in my room right now. Like, right. some people don't want to handle that. Some people can't handle it. So if if I sit next to you, can I, like, take your, your magical powers and then I have the ability to do this too? Is that possible? I mean, if you want to get technical, energy oh, I tends... Oh, I'm trying to get technical, yeah. <laughs> energy tends to um, rub off on other people. Or people tend to... If there's open communication, if there's open energy, energy tends to be recycled and transferred from person to person or things with other energy. So over time, to an extent, I believe that that energy could be transferred. And if you are open, then you could learn to, I guess, openly communicate with spirits or at the very least become like, I guess, physically aware of them. Like you could just sort of feel them. The tough thing about Steven is he's very close-minded, so there would <laughs> no, okay. no, be that's a chance. Brandon. Brandon's the close-minded guy. It's 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 known that our branding is Brandon's close-minded and I'm open-minded, and I'm trying to convince this man to open his mind and oh. see that there there's more to the open world. Open your third eye, Brandon. Open your third eye, Brandon. 
<laughs> See, he, he's got a tough time with it. But, okay, so I, I want to ask you this then. Okay, so what, what about, like, you personally? Has there ever been a moment where you've, you saw something and you're like, that's cl- clearly that's a ghost? Um, it's not so much seeing things, more so, like, hearing. Like, they like to do a lot of talking or they like to do a lot of just, like, moving stuff around, in my experience. But lately it's been a lot of just feeling things. But I guess, are you asking if there have been any, like, prominent, yeah. like... Yeah, basically, like, have you ever went to, I don't know, go to bed and then all of a sudden you saw a light flicker or you saw, mm. like, something get thrown from the closet or something? Yeah, let me think. Um, you know, have you ever seen the movie Paranormal Activity? I fucking hate those movies. Ah! So <laughs> there we go. I've seen, like, I think the first three. I don't even know how many there are at this point. They're all fucking trash. I've I seen a decent amount them. of them. So it's uh, not like that at all. It can be, but, like, there's no, like, screaming bloody nuns or anything like that. Maybe in your dreams, but, like, not in reality. That doesn't happen. Was me... there bloody nuns? <laughs> I feel like in the, the last one, there was, like, a weird cult of ghost nuns or something. I was like, what the fuck is this? That sounds this? terrifying. <laughs> it <was> so stupid. <laughs> I hate it. Maybe there's a good Next. reason I didn't see that one. Trash. Um... Dude, trash is totally, like, one of the words I like to use, too. I feel that. Trash is such a good word. This is why we're glad we got her on the podcast today. <laughs> just because she uses the word trash. Trash. She uses the word trash. I'll just have that in my Twitter bio, just trash. Steve, Steven's favorite phrases right now are go kick rocks and 100% or 100p. <laughs> oh, he told me about the 100 one. <laughs> <laughs> I, say it, I say it so much in the uh, interview with Matt. <laughs> it's so bad. I say it so many times. Oh, yeah, but I got to tell you about my spooky stuff. Um, So I think the first prominent one that I ever had, I was having a seance with a couple of my uh, friends from school because I had a feeling there was a ghost in my room. Wait, what's a seance? A seance is when you, like, hold hands in a circle and you ask a spirit, like, a series of questions. You'd never done, had you ever done anything like this before? No, but I'd seen it in the movies and stuff, and I was like, let's give it a try. Why not? And I felt like I'd already been communicating with the spirit relatively openly. And, um, like, we were holding hands and everything, like, asking the general questions, like, is there someone there? If there's someone there, can you give us a sign? Yada, yada, yada. And, um, like, uh, we had my dog at the time. She was next to us on the bed. So there weren't any um, animals by the walls or anything, but... As we're asking these questions, I start hearing like this scraping, like this loud, slow scraping on one of my bedroom walls. And it just is like going and going and going. And we didn't have the air conditioner on because it was a really nice day. But then the floor, like we put our feet, well, someone, I don't remember who it was. Someone put their feet on the floor and it was ice cold. They're like, do you have the air conditioner on? We're like, no, it's a nice day out. Why would I? So just like what the hell is going on? Yeah. And then we're still asking questions. They escaped me because it was, it was a long time ago. But um, then one of my pictures that I drew for an art contest was like on the wall, hanging on the wall. And it was just like shaking against the wall and like rattling. Like you could see it moving back and forth, like as if someone was shaking it. And one of my friends starts crying. I had two friends there. One of them was just like bawling her eyes out crying. She's like, I'm going to go home. I'm so scared right now. I was like, go home. I was like, I don't need you here. I got all the evidence I need. You guys are gone. You're good. You and were all about it. Even at, how, how old were you at this time? I believe I was 11. 
what the hell? You're just fearless at 11? You're experiencing this shit? I was scared because that was um, (laughs) the first time that I was actually able to comprehend, you know, that I was, you know, communicating with the spirit and actually seeing it do its thing. Okay. Like the first actual time I've had a spirit like talk to me supposedly was when it was about two years old. We can get into that later if you want. Oh, man. (laughs) Two years years old. old. We got to talk about that right now. Two years old. You don't remember this, right? No, I don't. And my family will attest to this. They have talked about it at least once a year. And all right, we're skeptics here, but let's 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 hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> we're we're gonna pick it apart afterwards, but we're gonna debunk me. We're gonna expose debunk me. You. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're about that. We're about that. But you know, we'll give it an open mind. Yes, at least I will. <laughs> so I was about two years old. You know, not really able to talk too much, like you know, toddler gibberish and everything like that. So. um... I think it was one of my aunts. She was giving me a bath or something. And for some reason, she leaves me alone in the bathtub. <laughs> and, like, they close the door and everything. Also, why? But what the fuck? <laughs> that's a whole other scenario. We're talking about ghosts. We're not talking about child neglect right now. <laughs> I'm thinking that we it. should focus on that for a second here. Let's, <laughs> let's change this episode to child neglect. <laughs> um... Okay. Yeah, they leave they leave <laughs> me alone in the tub. And at the time we had my grandmother, my grandfather, my mom, her two sisters, all living in the house. And um, I was getting my bath and everything. I was alone. And then my grandmother walks by the bathroom. And then she hears like a woman talking to me in there. And like I'm talking back to them. And she asks my aunt, she's like, were you just in there? And she's like, no, I left her alone. And she's like, is, is your sister in there? Like, no, no one else is here. It's just us. Like, who is she talking to? And they both look at each other. They're like, what? There's just silence between them. And they come back. No one's there. And I'm not talking. I'm not doing anything. I'm just in the bath. They're like, what the hell just happened? And I still ask him about it every year just to confirm that I'm not fucking crazy. They're like, Yeah. yeah, that happened. So this was like a full-on conversation? or w- Supposedly. Okay. Or like someone was talking to me and I was talking back in baby talk, I guess. Hmm. Okay. okay. All right, okay, let's, so let's I, debunk this, Stephen. Okay, so here, here's, one of, here's one of the main things that gets me with the whole ghost idea. It's like, why do they just target specific people? Because up to this point, I, like, are Brandon and I just not interesting? Do we not have a reason for them to target us? Yeah, what the, the hell? For it? Yeah. The thing about it is, if you don't believe in something, most likely you're not going to bring that sort of thing into your life. Like, let's say you don't want to bring, like, you don't want to date someone. You're not going to attract people who want to date you because you're putting them off. You're just like, okay, they're clearly not interested. I'm going to leave them alone. Same thing with spiritual stuff. If you don't believe in ghosts, if you don't believe in, like, you know, things moving around or, like, things talking to you in your sleep or things like that, it's not going to happen because mentally you're already blocking it off. Spiritually, it's the same way. You put up a wall. They feel it and you don't let them in. Or if they try, you really can't feel it because you're not open to it. Well, at least least, Brandon, this solves the whole Santa Claus thing for us. (laughs) (laughs) Finally. Finally, some some answers. Finally. (laughs) Finally, some answers. Well, Thank you so much for clearing it, that up. That's interesting because I think that that same concept 
translates to like hypnosis, right? They say that you can't be hypnotized if you don't believe that it's going to work. But Absolutely. it can work if you like open up yourself to the possibility of it. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's not like I was a kid, like openly like, fuck ghosts. I don't care. Yeah, about Yeah, that's, ghosts. yeah. Like I, I was all about Santa Claus. Right. Like, I, I wanted him to be real at one point. And, and ghosts, <laughs> ghost, you know, but just never, never either of them. Another child neglect thing. My parents let me believe it's Santa until I was like 12 or 13 years old. <laughs> I feel like at that point, is it like, whose fault is it at that point? <laughs> Fuck me. Never mind. I'm neglecting myself. <laughs> I feel like there's got to be a certain point where it's like, all right, come on. All right. Nice being here. I'll, like, I'll yeah. see you guys later. <laughs> Bye, Danny. <laughs> um, okay, wait. Hold on a second, though. So tell me about your grandma. So <laughs> how old was she at this at this time? Okay, so I'm 21 now. I was about two years old at the time, so she's like 68, 69 now, so like... Uh, 50? Yeah, give or take. Okay. Right. Had she had a history of hearing voices prior to this? No. Okay. She's not really one to believe in that sort of thing. Well, then how did... Hold on a second. If she's not one to believe in it, how is how is she open up to hear this ghost? Because the audio was there. Just because you don't believe in it doesn't mean it isn't there. That's true, Brandon. Just think about it for a second. <laughs> no, true. I'm not even going to get into that one. <laughs> okay. All right. So you had yeah, this thing yeah, at right. 2. Then you had this thing at 11. Was there any more with the, the story at 11 that you didn't finish? Or was that it? Nah, that was about it. That's okay. a pretty mild one. All right. So what, what, what's next in the chronological order of Danny's ghost life? Hmm. Or sorry, that's the lot. offensive term, the the spiritual yeah. essence. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> Y'all are out here roasting me. Shit, no, no, no. You want me on this, this is, podcast? No, no, no. This is, yes, this is we do. We be. like the stories. Yeah. I'm just joking. No, no, no. no we uh, fucking th- triggered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, that's the thing here is we gotta throw in some uh, different ways to look at the stories. You know, we gotta have the, mm-hmm. the skeptics, oh, the yeah. believers, because like that's the thing. Like, I want to see a ghost. I want to believe in ghosts. Oh, no, you I'll don't. i the first one to tell you. <laughs> oh, no. But, oh, I mean, I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. Like, it really well, What about the positive energy ones? Yeah. Well, that's different. I mean, either way, it's still like there's a formerly dead person talking to me right now or like moving shit around. Like, I am hella uncomfortable. But some people are like, oh, fuck yeah, bring it on. Because I have a friend who loves that shit. Okay. But I'm like, I don't like it. I like to keep it as far away from me as possible. But you, it just, it likes me. Well, so, okay, I was going to say, do you think that attracts it at all? That, like, you believe in it, but you don't want it around? Do you think it makes it want you more? Wholeheartedly, I totally believe that. I think the more you push, the more something will pull. So, the more resistance you put towards something, it's going to want to fight back and, you know, like, just give even more because of how much you're fighting. It likes the energy that you're giving out. You're giving it something to hold on to, if you know what I mean. Just yeah. like, you know, if someone's, like, talking shit about you or, like, giving you trouble, like, if you give them a reaction, they're still going to, you know, fight back. Right. And it's, I wonder if it's a little bit of the you want what you can't have type thing, too, for for the spirits, too. Yep. They, um, it's what I like to call the people, like, always are like, ha, so funny, but energy vampirism. It's a real thing. Like, you can suck the energy out of a room. You can suck the energy out of a person. And 
Spirits do the same thing. They suck the energy out of you. Whether it's negative or positive, they'll take it and they'll use it. Okay. Do you think do you think that they they target like specific types of people, like good or bad people? I believe they target emotionally charged people, whether that's good or bad. They tend to target people who aren't religious or people who are spiritual but not religious like myself or people who are into like satanic stuff things like that because Brandon, it's a lot be of like, negative energy they're like brandon a lot then <laughs> brandon's the been a satanist ever since i've known him i mean no judgment here dude <laughs> no that's not true <laughs> that's real cool yeah not no, now it's, it's our entire it's platform just, just like oh brandon's a satanist real sweet <laughs> not nah, true. It is not true. I am not a Satanist. <laughs> well, yeah, so you're pretty chill for a Satanist. Yeah, let's definitely let's definitely address that right now. There's Brandon. a lot less uh, black going on right now. <laughs> yeah, I have a gray shirt on. Get the fuck out of here. That's dude. true. I uh, I'm wearing black. Though. Bordering on satanic. Yeah, I'm I wearing see. black, so we guys gotta be a little more worried about me. <laughs> I've got a painting of like a a girl in the background. That's not even close to satanic. This is like delicate and beautiful. <laughs> Yeah. I think you have a delicate soul. I think it reflects you well. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Danny. I, I appreciate I, that. I agree with that. I like most things about you, Brandon. <laughs> All right. So what's the next story? What's the next time you had an interaction with a ghost? Um, I would, I'm probably just going to, I'm sure there's other stories, but I'm just going to jump to my more like prominent one. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. And this one happened. I think I was like a. 17 going on 18. Okay. I had just, um, my mother and I were um, moving out of the house that we were at at the time to find somewhere else to go because there was some crazy drama going on and we're just like, we need to get the fuck out of here. So we're looking for a place to move, like nothing sticking. I don't like any of the places, like something's ever too far away or the neighbors are shitty or something's wrong with the house. Like we're just not having any luck finding a place to go. And I don't know how you guys feel about psychics or like predictions or things like that, but uh, yeah, I love that kind of stuff. I have what I'd like to think is, I guess, a gift, quote unquote, for um, seeing things before they happen, usually in my sleep. So one night I have a dream that I'm laying in a bedroom and I'm laying facing a door and across the door. I mean, across the door, across the way, the door is open and there's a room across from me. And there's this like shadowy blue figure that's like sitting on the floor crouched. He has like black eyes and it looks like he's uh, crying, like he's screaming, crying. It's like this little boy. And I'm like freaked out. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then like my vision pans back a bit and there's like this tall shadowy black figure that's like seven feet tall. And it's like just like doesn't have eyes or anything it's just kind of like you can tell it's looking at me like that's the feeling i get and i'm like laying in bed i'm just like scared shitless out of my mind and then i see that figure like rushing towards me i wake up i don't remember the dream i don't think anything of it i tend to forget my dreams but then i think it was a month later we found that house that i dreamt about originally i was supposed to move into the room underneath that but then I made my mom convince me to uh, get to that top room. And then without even realizing, because like I said, I didn't remember the dream. I had, um, I set up my bed in the exact same position in that dream. And across the way, 
was that same room with the boxes and everything in there, just like I saw it in my dream. And shortly after I'd moved in there, I had started to experience the typical ghost stuff, like things being moved around or like hearing things clattering and like what's going on. And I think the more prominent stuff started as I began like um, settling into the restroom that I had on my floor. Like I would do my makeup in there and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then one day the door to my bathroom opens up just very, very slowly, like just inching its way open. I was like, um, is my mom here? Turn around. There's nobody there. I'm just like, okay. And for some reason, I think, I just think out loud. I'm like, can you please close the door? And then I see the door just slowly, slowly, slowly closing again. I was like, I beg your fucking pardon? And I'm just so shocked. And um, that happened a lot. Like, either I'm using the restroom or I'm like doing my makeup the door would just open or close and I didn't have any windows open or anything so it wasn't the wind or anything right door just pops open on its own just like can you close the door or like I need some private time right now can you please leave me alone right now and that particular presence never like aggravated me or anything like that he was just kind of a nuisance every now and then when he wanted to open the door and I went between boyfriends at that at that house. I had two boyfriends, like, at the time that I had been there. Like, I dated one guy for a while, he broke up, then he dated someone else. Both of them had experiences with that spirit as well. Like, we would, like, just be hanging out in my room or whatever. Both of them heard that energy, like, literally dart through the hallways or dart up and down the stairs. And my mom was fucking, like, she's really slow. She cannot run up and down those stairs. Yeah. <laughs> she just, she, I would know for a fact either she's gone or she's in her bedroom or she's in the living room. She has no reason to be going up and down my stairs. And I would look at this ex or, you know, that ex, whoever was there. And we're just like, did you fucking hear that? <laughs> like, someone was fucking running through the hall just now or someone just ran up and down the stairs. We're like, yeah, I, I heard that. I know he's he's been here. He's been doing that, dude. So do you think there was a purpose behind that? Um, I think there are energies that just like to cause mischief and okay. like to have that energy of getting a reaction out of you. Gotcha. And he always got a reaction out of me, mainly just annoyance. I just roll my eyes and be like, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm trying to sleep. Do not run through the halls at two in the morning. But he just, he kept doing that the entire time that I was there. But let me ask you too, with... You know, you kind of had the thought, please close the door, and then it closed. So do you believe that you were communicating with this ghost just through your thoughts? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Because I think, um, you know, have you ever had the um, the uncomfortable sensation of, I guess, being able to pick up on what someone's feeling or what someone's thinking, like, ever in your life? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Kind of works the same way. Like, there doesn't need to be verbal communication. There's just a similar energy that you pick up on or you can pick up on someone's intent or their feeling okay you don't necessarily need to talk physically with a spirit in order for them to understand you like they can feel what you're feeling or kind of sense what you're thinking vaguely at least in my experience okay interesting what are your mm -hmm. thoughts steven you have any thoughts on that story <laughs> 
I mean, I think it's interesting. I guess I don't hear very often people who actually have such detailed accounts of things and who like truly wholeheartedly believe that there's more to this world than just what we're physically able to see. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think that it offers an interesting perspective because I do think that there are a lot of things in this world that have happened in my life where I have a tough time figuring it out, whether it's, there's a weird coincidence that happens mm-hmm. or I'll get a feeling like, I feel like something good's about to happen and then right. something good will happen. Like right. There's a lot of those weird moments in our lives that do happen. So I do think that this offers an interesting perspective on keeping an open mind to things because I, I do think that... It, when you when you when you are open to something, you're more likely to see some of those things that people kind of brush off. Exactly. And if you're open to just about anything, because like I said, I'm not a religious person, but I'm spiritual, so I'm open to good or bad experiences with just about anything spiritually. So yeah, I, I prefer not the bad ones. Oh yeah, I mean obviously <laughs> same, but like uh, yeah, it'll keep things interesting to say the least. Oh definitely. Yeah. Do you think that certain spirits can follow you wherever you go? Um, I think that takes a lot of willpower and a lot of strength on their part, which is very, very uncommon. And I find it very hard to believe that that happens often. I've seen it a lot on like, um, like those ghost shows, but I don't really believe in those too much. I feel like they ham it up a lot for TV. Right. I think spirits kind of have a preference as to where they are, or they don't really have enough strength to move because... You know, you don't have a physical body. It's easier to move your physical body than it is to move your entire soul. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard for people to even acknowledge that they have souls sometimes. So, let alone have the spiritual capability to move your entire consciousness out of one place into another. To bring your entire essence somewhere else. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. So, Um, on this topic, uh, anything else you wanted to add, Brandon, on, on this topic? No, I'm good. Or on the stories. Well, Brandon, do you have any? Do you have any personal ghost stories? No. Um, the only real stories I have are when I watch scary movies and I was like scared shitless for like the next two months. <laughs> like <laughs> when I was in seventh grade, uh, a buddy of mine went with these two girls. Uh, well, to our yeah, buddy of mine and these two girls went over to a neighbor's house and we watched The Grudge. For the first time. And it was like at midnight. Nobody was home from this neighbor kid's parents. It was scary as shit. (laughs) Tough guys. I was was such a badass back then. You've changed. (laughs) The podcast has changed. Uh, Yeah, I've changed. (laughs) No, but then like for the next, I, I think it was like three months. Anytime I would open a door into a dark room, I was scared that I was going to see the grudge face in my on the other side of the door. So like I had this, my dad and I used to practice baseball in the garage and I would make him go into the garage first. I mean, I wouldn't tell him that was the reason, but it was a subtle thing where I would just, he'd have to go in there first so that if, if there was a grudge lady, he'd be the first to go and I could get the fuck out of there. Wow. Dad, I'm sorry. I love you, dad. Um, my other story is, um, I, I was just a fucking idiot. My senior year of high school, that was when paranormal activity came out and, uh, everybody was like, this is real. This is a documentary. Oh my God. (laughs) Well, I didn't. Okay. To preface this, I didn't know what I was going to see. I just heard that there was this really cool documentary that was out and we were going to go watch it. And I was like, 
okay, cool, paranormal activity. I, I don't really believe in that stuff. But everyone was like, no, this is real footage. <laughs> oh, my God. You got goofed on, dude. And I was How like. How could you think this? How could you think this? Well, okay. Deep down, I didn't believe it. But it was so fucking scary that I was just like, I don't know, man. And that night, I like I slept over at a buddy's house. And I was just like, dude, I'm hearing shit. There's fucking ghosts here, man. We're oh screwed. Oh, my God. Oh, actually. Okay, so I have a. I have a good story of something that it wasn't done to me, but I pranked one of my friends like oh, pretty no. good. So do you guys know what Ouija boards are? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So my one friend and I, we were really big into using the Ouija board and like, I kind of believed that maybe we're talking to something. I don't know. But we got this like really good idea when we were camping with my, my friends and I, we were all camping. Um, and there just happened to be a like cemetery pretty close by where we were camping. So what we did was like earlier that day, there was a like a gravestone that we all like remember and we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, dude, what we should do is we should trick one of my friends into thinking that we're talking to the spirit of that of that uh, <laughs> tombstone. Wow! So later on <laughs> that night, it was like midnight, and we were in this tent with the Ouija board, and we spell out this guy's name, and he's like, and I just see my my friend, he's like, J O. <laughs> And then he was like, guys, what's going on here? He's like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know, man. What do we do? We just started like playing into this, like the playing into the role. We freaked him out so much. And then we're like, gotcha. (laughs) He didn't like it too much. See, that's stories like that are also what contribute to my non-belief. Because I feel like that's typically, I feel like a lot of times that's typically what's happened is somebody's fucking with another person. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And now with Photoshop and stuff, it's, right. it's like so hard to believe photos of, hey, look, it's a ghost. It's like, is it though? Is right. it really a ghost? Like, it's kind of hard to determine that now. Yeah, I just go off of personal experience at this point. I don't really believe just about anything I hear anymore. Just because, like you said, you know, Photoshop and, you know, like fake accounts, people pranking each other, stuff like that. Just I think everyone's full of shit. But that's just, you know, that's just me. Yeah, definitely. That's just me being salty. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask. So with your clairvoyance, were you able to see that this podcast was going to happen? Um, It's interesting that you say that. Oh, whoa. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> um, well, I had set out for um, particular goals in 2018. Um, it's in a vague thing because I, I didn't have like... Um, I have specific goals, but in order for me to get to those goals, there have to be, you know, stepping stones, obviously. And I didn't know what those stepping stones were going to be. But I was like, I want to get my start on the internet. I want someone or, you know, multiple people to pick me out. We're going to do something with my voice. Someone's going to pick out my voice. I'm going to talk about personal experiences. And then it's going to go from there. It's going to get posted online. And people will begin to know about me. They'll hear about, they will hear about my experiences. And then from there, it will escalate. So, in a way, I had a feeling this was going to happen. Ooh. Well, I don't know what this says, but, you know. Oh, hi, cool. puppy. <laughs> this Did is you know the dog was going to show up? That I didn't know. You had me beat there. Sorry. People that are listening to this podcast right now have no idea what's going on, but 
my dog heard me yelling and she got really scared so she wanted to come make sure everything was okay <laughs> you a real one yeah, um, that's uh, truly a magical moment well i don't even feel like that's a clairvoyant thing that's just like a goal that ended up coming true though i mean to each their own just a good moment i'd say yeah i mean it's iconic I'm not trying to to downplay it. Like we're happy to have you on, but I mean, well, well, here here's a th- that that sounded like an asshole response. What I mean no, to say is like I I do believe in like the the power of belief. Like you put something, mm-hmm. like you you think of something and you believe it and and you want to push towards that. I think you have a better chance of that coming true because hundred percent you know your belief in it is is uh gonna help carry you towards it i guess where i have the disconnect is whether it's something actually you know paranormal or clairvoyant that that's where i'm like eh, i'm not entirely sold on that idea so see oh were you, were you gonna say something oh no no you got it well for me i think a thing about it is like it's not paranormal it's more of just like um like you said, you know, belief, but as well as you have to, for clairvoyance, you have to know that it's going to happen. Okay. Whereas, you know, you can you can hope and pray all you want for something, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen. Right. Whereas someone who has clairvoyance will say, you know, it's going to happen. I already see it happening. Or it will happen at this time or this general time frame. Can you, like there is just a sense of certainty. Can you command it or is this something that just happens? It really depends on, for me personally, on how firmly I believe in it or if I even want it to happen because I believe to an extent you have the ability to sort of mold your present into your future. You can make it just about anything you want it, be it, you know, with um, physical capability or, you know, mental strength. You can make life just about whatever you want to make it. So if I see something... I don't necessarily like happening. I say, you know, I'm going to take the steps to make sure this doesn't happen so I can avoid it. Or I ignore it and then it does happen anyway. But if something I think good is going to happen, I work towards having that happen because I already see it in my future, like already happening the way that it did. Well, the interesting thing is in the show, That's So Raven, when she would have a vision of the future and she would try to make it not happen all the actions she took to try to make it not happen were actually what made the future happen. And that does happen a lot of the time. <laughs> How do you it win? It really does. How do you win? <laughs> it's honestly just a guessing game, and it's different for everybody. I just try and uh, ignore it a lot of the time. Just be like, I'm just going to go through my day-to-day, go through my job, watch YouTube, shit post on Twitter, and call it a day. All right, well... Here, here, not to put you on the spot, but what do you see in the future for Stephen and I's love life? <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, it's really what you guys want to make huh? of it. <laughs> what a cop out <laughs> answer! What the hell? It's true, though. It's absolutely true. Two right. people have to be in open communications, open mind, open spirit, everything, in order for anything to happen. Brandon, that's common sense. Just come on, dude. Who, I'm a Brandon fucking Davis. idiot. Put your thinking cap on. Put your damn thinking cap on, for God's sake, man. Hold on. I I feel like maybe this got misconstrued as, like, Steven and I are lovers, and I'm wondering what will specifically happen (laughs) in our, like, collective love life. That's not what I meant. Brandon, you're trying to make this out into something that's not now. (laughs) I don't know where you're going with this. (laughs) All right. My bad, guys. 
Yeah, let's uh, let's let's, I'm let's take a step man. back. Although, okay, so I, I want to talk about one one thing, which is uh, so Halloween in general. Since this is coming out on Halloween here, so hello, happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Uh, I, yeah, happy happy Halloween in that voice in particular. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to talk just a little bit about any of our Halloween costumes. Are there any in particular that you remember, or anything embarrassing or dumb that ever happened on Halloween? Well, do you guys want to go first? Because I feel like I've been hogging up the whole podcast. Well, you're the guest. That's the point. Um, I mean, yeah, we're all about it. I can go first because mine's pretty right, funny. Let's hear it. Bring it on. So in eighth grade, um, there was a uh, – we were now the top dogs of the middle school. There was this big party for all the middle – all the eighth graders to go to for <laughs> Halloween. And I was uh, I was like, I'm going to freaking do this up. So I went as Batman, but I wore a nut cup. <laughs> Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> so it just looked like I was, I was packing oh, for no. all these eighth grade. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was a smooth a move, yeah. <laughs> Didn't get any action out of it, but it was still pretty cool. <laughs> Damn, oh, good, good try, though, man. Yeah, thanks. I don't know if we can beat that story. <laughs> really set the bar high there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I guess, I guess I'll go with mine because I kind of uh, teased it earlier. <laughs> so, I uh, one year for Halloween, I uh, I dressed up as a spy, and because um, I think it was like when Spy Kids was a big thing. Oh fuck yes! And um, so I got really into the whole idea of being a spy. I even like made movies with my friends where I was a spy, and um, I thought my costume was pretty cool. So I went I went down the street, went to a couple houses, and I get to uh, one house in particular, and. Um, it was uh, an Asian family. Not that that. <laughs> what kind of? It kind of. <laughs> now that's important in the story. <laughs> what so why'd you bring it up? This comes in. I think I we're just not Stephen's racist. Because I needed. I just gotta clarify. You, you just, I don't know. There just needed to be like an idea. Because I feel like people need to have an idea. I don't know. Asian, maybe in their fifties, forties. When I'm, when you're a kid, for all I know, they could have been twenty. I don't really know. Because it's hard to tell when you're a kid. But anyways, so I, uh, I went to the door. And I, I ring the doorbell, and you kind of probably have an idea of where this story is going. The guy comes to the door. I'm not going to attempt to <laughs> to do an accent or try to act like how he was. What's the point of controversy? Because because I'm not I'm obviously not good at that. So basically, <laughs> whenever I've done any accents like Minnesota, just always trash. Very uh, But basically, he came to the door, and he was like, "Oh, a scuba diver." <laughs> and I was like, uh, "And then I, like I, I was like, no, I'm a spy." And then he, he, like, walks away, and he goes to his house, and he brings the whole family out. And he's like, look at this scuba diver. <laughs> <laughs> so cool, scuba oh diver. God. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. So, um, yeah, so I was a little bit. I, like, I thought I, like, looked really cool, and then he thought I was a scuba diver, and I was just like. I mean, you were a cool fucking scuba diver. I guess I, was a cool, I guess I was a cool scuba diver, but it was a little bit disheartening when uh, I thought I was something else, you know? That was the day that Steven's life changed forever. Yeah, that's the day that my self-esteem went down a lot. The day he put up the... Uh, it took like 10 years to recover. The anti-scuba uh, diver campaign. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's hear yours, Danny. Let's hear yeah. your Halloween story. I have like 
two, like, well, yeah. I have one interesting story about me and one interesting story about a couple's costume idea that went awry. Well, hold on a second. Ooh. Is this podcast all about you? Jeez. I'm just kidding. Two stories here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. We're, we're kidding. We're, we're kidding. kidding. Yikes, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, all right, hold on. Before we started recording this, Danny was really mean to us, so we got to get her back. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Eh, whatever. <laughs> Karma's a bitch, and so am I. You know, it's it's to be expected. I deserve it. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. So, first story. Um, my uh, stepdad at the time and I, like, we had gotten the same costumes, but I had one in the kid size. Obviously, he had one in the uh, adult size, and they were like these full-on like ghost costumes. That were like these like nasty-ass, smelly like gauze rags like, a black cloak underneath that, like, covered the face and everything. Like, these glowy little pink eyes. Like, they were, like, um, they kind of look like sunglasses underneath, but over the top of the costume, it just looked like glowy eyes. And he and I were just, like, paused at random points, like, throughout the street, like, frozen, like, displays. And people would, like, come up and, like, touch our costumes and look at us thinking that we were, like, figurines or something, and then we, like, jump out and scare the fuck out of them. Like, oh, my God! And I think, like, two kids cried. Like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, that wasn't the intent, but my stepdad was, like, laughing. I was like, I feel so bad. <laughs> and this wasn't really a costume story. Actually, yeah, this was the same night I was in my grandparents' neighborhood, which is where I live now. But at the time, I didn't live there, so I was just visiting. My grandmother didn't know I was coming over. So I was in that full costume. You can't see my face or anything. And... I don't know if you guys have heard of the uh, Johnny B radio show. I, it was it was not like old, but it was like older back in like the early two thousands. Johnny Bravo from Cartoon no Johnny Network. B. <laughs> no, <laughs> different Johnny B. Brandon. Totally. <laughs> um, but he had talked about this prank where I don't know whose kid it was, but like the kid was um like you know you're holding out your bag of candy, and you like you know the the parent or whatever puts it in. He just keeps holding his bag out for more candy, like shaking his bag, like asking for more and like not saying anything, just keeps like shaking the bag. And the person just keeps giving him candy, like looking at them like really confused. And they're like, okay. And so that was something we heard on the radio. We thought it was so funny. So my mother's like, you should do that to your grandmother. That would be so fucking funny. I was like, fuck yeah. Well, I didn't obviously say was, that, but <laughs> like, frick yeah. just dropping F-bombs when you're oh. a kid. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. But <laughs> I went over there and I did that. I did just that. I like had my bag out. I didn't say anything. And then my grandmother puts the candy in. Like she's, she goes back, like, you know, back to like the general area of like inside the house. And then she sees that I'm still there. She like looks at me like so confused that I just had my bag out. Still have my bag out. I'm like shaking the bag. She's like, oh, did you want some more? And then I just have my bag out. She drops in more. I just have my bag out still. I'm shaking my bag. She drops it in like three more times. And she's talking to my grandpa. She's like, Tony, this kid won't get off the fucking porch. <laughs> and then my mom comes out. She's like, oh, it's it's her. It's just her. And then I take off my uh, hood. She was like, oh, my God. And then she just starts cracking up. And we're all laughing. I'm like, okay, that's a lot of candy. <laughs> I think what we learned here is that Danny's impression of her grandma is spot on she's really good it's <laughs> pretty accurate actually <laughs> and a grandma than, yeah i've and never met her just... grandma but it's accurate i okay. guarantee you <laughs> pretty good 
All right, I've got a question here. Uh, yes. Let's hear some uh, scary movie recommendations. Are you a, a scary movie fan? I just haven't seen any I really like, to be honest, because they don't scare me. You're, I saw The guys. Terrifier recently, and I thought it was fucking stupid. I hated it. You're so snobby about this stuff. I am, because <laughs> only the shit that I've gone through scares me, because it's real. The movies don't scare me, because I know it's fake. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty good with, like, uh, even going into haunted houses, it's actually pretty hard to scare me. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, I'm, not, I'm not that scared of scary movies. I, I will say Poltergeist, when I saw it as a kid, I thought it was pretty scary. That movie freaks me out a little bit. But in general... I think I'm 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 fine. They don't they don't bother me. What about like not even like jump scare movies, but just like, thri- like all jump scares though. Thriller, no, like The Strangers. Have you seen The Strangers? No. Okay, watch that movie. That movie isn't jump scare. It's just like like terrorizing scare. Like these like killers are just outside your house. They just do really creepy shit, and it's I get yeah. I feel like those are the best kind of scary movies because the jump scare stuff. I feel like it's that's cheap scares now. What about? Yeah, I agree. Did you see A Quiet Place? I fucking hated that so much. <laughs> what? It was so I heard bad. it was really good. I mean, don't get me wrong. Whatever his name was, just Jim, whatever. John you know, Jim Halpert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was stunning, but the movie was trash. It was really bad. It could have gone really well. I wanted it to take several dark, depressing turns, but it didn't. It was too, too positive at the end. I wasn't a fan. And it was too corny. Get out of here. Yes, seriously. I haven't even seen it, but I know, like, the big stuff. It doesn't sound positive at all. Aliens, fucking, they Wait, kill everybody. Everyone has to be quiet. Spoil, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen A Quiet Place. There's aliens, and they kill people. No, yeah. well, now I can't see. Hold on a second. That's not, that's not the whole story. The first, like, scene of the movie is one of their kids gets killed by one of the aliens because... I saw that in the theater. I literally cracked up. I'm a horrible person. Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) It was just so stupid the way it happened. Like, he knew. He's a kid. Okay, so that happened. And then John Krasinski, Jim, sacrifices himself to save his kids by oh, yelling. Oh yeah, that part I liked, but it was still like so corny. Like the kids would have gotten, they would have gotten killed realistically at that point if it Get was the fuck out even here. remotely based <laughs> in reality. They would have been gone. Get the. You fuck guys ruined this movie for me. I can never see it now because I know exactly what happened. I don't even know how you can make aliens. a claim like that. It obvi- it's trash, dude. You can't. No, but your your claim about how it if it was real life, this what. First, it's a movie, so you can, you don't even have the evidence to back up that statement. They could have survived. People have survived a lot weirder things. Do you think the baby would have survived is the real question. Well, I didn't see that part. <laughs> I, I haven't actually <laughs> seen the movie. You can't tell me nothing about this movie. movie. You can't tell me yeah, nothing. This is actually kind of weird. I don't know why Brandon's defending a movie he's never seen. It's kind <laughs> exactly. Of like weird... Back the fuck up, yeah, dude. Well, no, because like you're being critical of the movie, and... and I heard Because I've good. seen the whole damn thing. <laughs> Don't come at me if you haven't seen the movie. That's a good point. You're right. You're come right. back when you've seen the movie. Come back when you've done the education, Brandon. Do your research. <sighs> you ain't been doing the education, all right? You ain't been in the scary movie game as long as me, dude. Any, uh... Does anyone else have any Halloween or scary stuff that they need to get out of their system here? Because this would be the time. 
I got I got one thing just while we're on the topic here. Um, biggest fears: mine, aliens, hands down, and spiders. Ooh, alien spiders. Yeah. Yeah, but what's what about spiders that slay? <laughs> Dude, that spider does slay though. <laughs> sorry, sorry for anyone who's not me and Brandon. It's an inside joke that only Brandon and I understand. I'm sitting here looking very <laughs> bewildered, just like I feel so. Left that spider right slays. T-shirts coming soon. <laughs> The no, only, just kidding. The only thing I fear is fear itself. Oh, fuck off. All right, we, got a good, we, got a, we got a good old cop-out answer coming from Brandon. Yikes. Oh, my God. All right, Danny, what's yours? Um, I hate to be one of those corny people, but I'd say probably dying alone, to be honest. Aw. Aw. I mean, I'm a, That's a real one. That's a real one. How sweet. Snakes, too. I didn't mention those. Like those snakes. things freak me out. I think they're cute. What about... Depends. I had a neighbor who killed snakes for fun. That's... He was a preacher, and he would read out Bible verses and cut the heads off of snakes with machetes. <laughs> he also <laughs> told me to work at Tilted Kilt when I was 14. That was interesting. That's Ooh. an interesting preacher. That's <laughs> yeah, weird. But it's always the preachers, isn't it? Aren't snakes like <laughs> the the animal symbol of the devil or something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, I know. It was I'm a, the devil in the Garden of Eden. Yeah, Brandon, didn't you study that in school? <laughs> <laughs> My Satanist school. Nice. <laughs> Definitely studied that. Um, all right, any final thoughts? No, uh, I think we got everything out of our system. I mean, I'm I'm pretty spooked. I don't know how I'm going to sleep tonight, to be honest. I'm oh shit! Really, really oh. nervous about these ghosts that are in my apartment. Uh, I'm definitely going to think a little bit harder at night to think. Is there a ghost that's next to me somewhere? In the closet, floating above me, underneath the bed? He, she, are they there? I'll be thinking about that more. So thank you for putting that thought into my head. I feel like y'all are just <laughs> fucking with me. And now I feel like I just need to go home. Danny, no! No, no, no. You've, you've, just, you've opened up our minds. Hold on. I've got a question. Okay. For a final thought, Danny, anyone what? who's having difficulties with, like, negative energy ghosts what is your advice for that person i would say honestly distract yourself because when you put your attention on something else you're not thinking about them so watch something or do something that makes you feel good read a nice book i don't know who reads books anymore but read a nice ebook or something or go watch a video on youtube go listen to the everything must go podcast or something like that oh We'll take it. We'll take it. But do something or fill that moment of uncertainty or fear with something positive. And it tends to drive negative energy away. And that's just in life in general. Do something positive for yourself. Yeah. I like that. No, yeah. actually, I, I like that. I, I, can, uh, I can get behind that. Me too. Cool. Well, this I guess we'll, we'll end it with some, uh, with some plugs here. Danny, anything that you wanted to plug as one more time? Um, I'll just plug my Instagram one more time at it's underscore Danny underscore MUA. And, and I have a link in there for 10% off of her list cosmetics. My link is in my uh, bio, and that's about it for me. And Danny is D A N I, just in case you're wondering how. Yeah, how I should probably preface that. It's D A N I. There you go. Cool. <laughs> and um, we wanted to just thank you for coming on here. It actually it worked out perfectly well because. Like, a couple of days before you got in touch with us, we were thinking about how we had needed to do a Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. 
And as soon as you suggested some of the ideas, I was just like, yes, this is such perfect timing. Let's definitely make this happen. And then, boom, a few days later, you're out here, and uh, we appreciate that a lot. Matching was, energies, man. Right? Matching energies. And, well, it's uh, weird, because I had a dream where I was in a bed looking at a door. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Danny, I'm so, my eyes so hard go. right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love... Yeah, well, just wanted to say thank you. Some good, uh, good laughs, also some good scares. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Hopefully your Halloween is happy, not too scary. And if it is too scary, maybe you can listen to some of the advice of this episode and make it a little bit less scary for yourself. And get distracted by listening to the (laughs) Everything Must Go podcast on all of your favorite podcast apps. And if you like the video versions, you can check those out on my YouTube channel, Butch Boss. Um, You can check us out on Instagram at EMGPod. Uh, At EMGPod is also our Twitter handle. You can also send us an email with any of your comments or questions, or if you like Danny and you want her to come back on a future episode, you can shoot us that email at, um, our, our email is emgpod at gmail.com. You can also leave us a spooky voicemail, which should be really cool, at 513-427-EMG5, because five is better than four, and we're going to be around Wait. for more than forever. Yeah, you didn't even <laughs> explain it correctly. No, I, I explain it correctly every time. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> to this episode and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Take it easy. Bye.